This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday Arrow video assortment series of reviews, disc number 31 in our series. I'm your host Doug McLeish, welcome to the show. Now, originally planned for this episode was Buckaroo Banzai, but I put a pin in that. That review will be coming next week, so you're getting essentially two weeks back to back of the Arrow video assortment. The reason I put a pin in it is I was very fortunate to get a screener through from the awesome guys at MVD of Django. The 4K UHD, I got a promotional copy, so like the physical full release copy from them, which they issued from America, and to say I am humbled would be an understatement, is easily one of my most anticipated releases of the year from Arrow Videos. So the fact it came across um, and it's in gorgeous 4K UHD made me a happy camper. So I brought this one in as a review for that one right on this episode. So that's what you're getting, a review of Django coming up after the first break. Now this is the final episode of the week. It has been a stormer if I do say so myself. I get to say that because I'm the host of this show. But yeah, it's been kind of awesome and you've got so much more content coming your way over the next few weeks. I've already started recording the I Know What You Did Last Summer Russian Roulette franchise retro. So over the next couple of weeks, you're going to be getting the installments of that starting tomorrow where myself and Jamie G. Salmon sit down and speak about the first one, I Know What You Did Last Summer from 1997. Oof. I was 16. So there we go. <laughs> Fucking what? Uh, so yeah, we're, do- we're doing a review of that. Next week as well, you'll be getting a bonus review of a Shudder exclusive title, which we were supposed to do this week, but I did the Conjure movie because I went out to see that in the cinema, which is a novelty. So you'll be getting that as well on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Like I say, the Arrow video assortment for Buckaroo Banzai over in the Teapots Collective, one day later than scheduled planned, i.e. tomorrow, you'll be getting the Where to Begin With episode with your reviews of The Conspiracy from 2012 and my review of the movie you'll be covering next month, um, which is Digging Up the Marrows. So yeah, that's where we're going with that. Ah, what else? Jaws is shite and other regrettable outbursts. That records next week, so you know what that means. You'll be getting that on Friday. So that's coming Friday, the next instalment of the Booze Based Banter podcast. Swinging its way, big dick and all, right into your feed. And that's it. That's us all caught up, ladies and gents. So let's do this, shall we? Good to take a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Django. From 1966, when I return, we'll be discussing that movie just released in the USA from Arrow Video. Coming right up right after this. 
This is Michael Caine, award-winning film actor you may know from such cinematic achievements as A Muppet's Christmas Carol and Jaws for The Revenge, where I played a character named after a fucking sandwich. I approve of the following promotional message. Do you like movies? Well, of course you do, you silly twit. You're listening to a movie podcast right now. Do you like podcasts about movies? I mean, if you're listening to this, your life is empty and without direction. So of course you do. Why not continue the spiral downwards with They must be destroyed on sight! Yet another semi-regular podcast about film that will occupy some of that empty space in your soul. We cover every genre, but focus on a lot of obscure and cult films with a leaning towards exploitation. If you want a podcast that's going to talk about a silent film from the 1920s one week and a sleazy biker film from the 1960s the next, and then back to something like Singing in the Rain the next episode. They must be destroyed on sight! Maybe for you. So tune in and join regular hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Hopper, Paul Romali, and Lee Hardy, as well as the odd guest hosts at tmbdos.podbean.com Thank you, Drive Through. A century ago on the low hills along the border between the southern states and turbulent Mexico, a mystery man appeared. A man with a sad, impenetrable face. Django! Django, have you never loved again? Love will live on, oh, life must go on, for you cannot spend your life. was that man? What was his secret? It's not important. And if I bothered you, will you accept my apology? He was pitiless in revenge, quick to decide and a master of every weapon, a man everybody would like to have seen dead. Yeah, his name is Django. Django, the title of a film you'll never forget. Django. How many men you got left? You tongue-tied? Or don't want to tell me? <laughs> Too bad, Maria. Django, an audacious man of action, capable of a tender, hopeless love which could only last a day, but a day which was worth all eternity. I'm glad I made you feel like a real woman. Very glad. I mean. Django, a new, ruthless, violent film. Featuring a great new star, Franco Nero, and a great supporting cast. Sun will be 
welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for Django. This is from 1966, officially released 1st of June in the USA. Now this one has been through the ringer, uh, backwards and forwards for quite some time, was about to be released, was pulled, there was rights issues over distributors and eventually it's found its way to be sorted out and Arrow have finally put out in the States. Now, you are getting it as part of the special collection. Um, this one gets released with not only Django, but you get um, the Franco Nero, Nero Sergio Carbucci's follow-up movie together, Texas Adios, which is available in the UK. So if you are a fan of the old Arrow titles over here, you can get Texas Adios over here as a standalone title. You just can't get Django. Now, like I say, this one has been... Through the Ringer, Blue Underground and Arrow Films both claimed rights to this and it's taken a long time for it to work through but boy have Arrow brought the goods with this. Deets for this one is uncompressed mono, 1.0 PCM audio, English, original English and Italian soundtracks, English subtitles for the Italian soundtracks, optional English subtitles to the deaf and hard of hearing, and for the English soundtracks, six double-sided collector's postcards, double-sided fold-out poster, a 60-page perfect bound booklet featuring writing by Howard Hughes and Roberto Corti, and original reviews, a, a reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Sean Phillips. Disc number one is a 4K UHD release of Django. The video is 4K 2160p UHD Blu-ray presentation in Dolby Vision HDR10 compatible. The extras are audio commentary by film critic, historian and theorist Stephen Price. Django Never Dies, an interview with the star Franco Nero. Cannibal of the Wild West, an interview with the assistant director Ruggiero Diodato, Sergio, my husband, an interview with Sergio Cabucci's wife, Nori Cabucci. This, th sorry, that's my life, part one. An archival interview with co-writer Franco Rossetti, a rock and roll scriptwriter, an archival interview with co-writer Piero Vivarelli, a punch in the face, an archival interview with stuntman and actor Gilberto Gamarbetti, discovering Django, an appreciation by Spaghetti Western film scholar Austin Fisher, an introduction to Django by Alex Cox, an archival featurette with acclaimed director, the gallery of original promotional images from the Mike Siegel archive and original trailers. Like I say, you also get a bonus disc, which is Texas Adios, which comes in Blu-ray 1080p. The extras are an audio commentary by Spaghetti Western experts C. Courtney Joyner and Henry C. Park. The Sheriff is in Town, an interview with star Franco Nero. Jumping to the West, an interview with co-star Alberto Del Aquia. My Life Part 2, an archival interview with co-writer Franco Rossetti. Hello Texas, an appreciation by Spaghetti Western scholar Austin Fisher. Gallery of original promotional images from the Mike Siegel archive and original trailer. So this one is packed to the gills. Now Django is, on a lot of respects, it's kind of like the... The movie that Spaghetti Western fans should really like if they know what they're talking about. Like, I think this is how you weed out someone 
when you're talking about spaghetti westerns, if all they're mentioning is things like the good, the bad and the ugly, ah, you know your stuff to an extent. But if they ain't shouting out with Django fairly on, then they, they are someone that maybe follows the the box office appeal of larger titles without necessarily following the the movies that really are the, the, the core of the genre. Now, first off the bat, this looks incredible. Like, the print for this is jaw-droppingly good. I mean, incredible to consider that this movie is almost 60 years old, will be in, like, a couple of years' time, 60 years old, and it looks crisp and pristine. It captures all the beauty of Franco Nero's eyes, which are deep and piercing and blue and read right through your soul. But you can almost smell... The, the, the stench of the brothel from this release is that crisp and clear. The movie itself follows the story of this kind of exiled Confederate soldier played by Franco Nero called Django who is walking about the place dragging behind him a coffin. What everyone doesn't know is inside that coffin he has a giant fucking minigun. <laughs> Um, early on he rescues a prostitute from a group of banditos and then ultimately from a group of other soldiers led by like a clansman that makes his clansmen wear red hoods um, and then takes her back to a town which is being squeezed for every penny it's worth and he decides to step up and help out there but he has a ulterior motive and that is to get his hands on his arch nemesis, uh, the evil colonel that is running the regime, Colonel Jackson. So that's really all you need to know about Django. It feels like at times like a a, a, a group of setups for you know action set pieces as opposed to one massive cohesive story. It does meander and go different parts and at an hour and a half in length, that is a bit weird, especially in this time period because Spaghetti Westerns will only get longer uh, moving forward. But Sir uh, Sergio Corbucci is... I mean, this guy can direct. It's The the work he's doing in this is absolutely incredible. And the storytelling he's, he's doing here as well, specifically with Franco Nero, who is, like, fresh-faced. I think this might be his first big role. Um, it's kind of amazing. And some of the interview... Uh, segments and stuff and the special features they talk about how there is over 30 Django sequels but neither Sergio Carbucci or Franco Nero actually were involved with those and the movie that you get as a bonus on here Texas Adios um, is kind of it was sold in certain territories as a Django sequel without it actually being. So there's loads of different actors that have played Django himself, but there's only one Django at me, and that is Franco Nero. Now, you uh, must be under a rock if you don't know that it obviously had a huge effect on people like Quentin Tarantino. His Django Unchained movie is a great example of that. But a lot of the score from not only Django itself, but a movie like Texas Adios has found its way into his stuff. You know, has found its way into his movies as as um, as kind of backing tracks for, for things. So he's obviously a massive fan of this, which is kind of amazing to see you know, modern filmmakers like that still tipping the cap to to uh, Carbucci's work here. This movie was banned in the UK, <laughs> like in 1966, because it was considered 
too violent. In fact, it was actually considered to be the most violent movie of all time when it was released. That's because there's a whole hell of a lot of death, a severed fucking ear, a, like a hand smashed to oblivion. It, it doesn't really pull its punches. And whilst, yes, by today's standards, it's tame, by 66 standards, I, I can imagine like the BBFC having a fit trying to work out how they could release this movie, how they could put it out and, you know, how they could get away with doing this. And, uh, like, part, part of me, it smiles that, you know, they've always been a bit prickish when it comes to the releasing of movies, but it stems even way back to then, which just doesn't make any sense. The score of this movie is absolutely lush, it's beautiful, it's engaging, it's upright, I mean, every, Django, you'd like fucking feel yourself going, yeah, Django, kick him in the tits. I, I love that stuff. And, yeah, you get, like, you will not want for action. You will not want for, like, a smarmy character take a, a bullet to the gut. And you will almost inevitably side with Django, even when he's doing things which are, let's be honest, a bit dubious, to say the least. So, he's a, he's a constant character of... He's the anti-hero. He's, like, a great anti-hero. Just someone that you you know you probably shouldn't be supporting 100% because of the way he fights or the way he does things, but at the same time he gets the job done and the good guys win in the end. And I kind of love that about this, the kind of counterculture of spaghetti westerns, and westerns in general, which are really good at putting forward that anti-hero um, in a way where you find yourself not always agreeing with everything they do, but it's for the greater good, the greater good. So yeah, I think this is incredible. I actually think this might be the first time that Arrow's put something out in like over a year where I'm like that. This is mandatory for your collection. Like Django is a mandatory release and all the effort and work they put into it to give it the sheen and polish that it has right now is demanding of your Blu-ray collection. Like I say, I got the 4K UHD and it looks incredible. The movie will never look better than it is right now. Um, all the different audio options it can go down, so switching amongst having fun with it while I was watching the movie because it had been many years since I saw it. It's just nuts. And then the special features, you are absolutely spoiled out with the the conversations directly with people like Corbucci's wife and Franco Nero. The, the actual... Um, the actual analysis of Spaghetti Westerns by um, Austin Fisher, who knows his stuff. His is a, like you're taking to school right now. But even the, the archival feature it with Alex Cox, which I found brilliant for him just giving you a, a full setting for how difficult it was to see this movie and how kind of cultish it became in the UK with people trying to get their hands on it. It's, it's kind of amazing, to say the least. Yeah, this movie's a five, if you hadn't guessed. The the release gets a five, but the movie's a five. I love this movie. It's arguably maybe the best. It's up there. I would say it's top three best spaghetti westerns ever made, in my opinion. Now, granted, I've not seen loads of them, and I never used to like spaghetti westerns, but I, I would say so. It's got everything you want, and a whole hell of a lot more. So, yeah, five out of five for Django. I'm going to take my final break. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. 
And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been your Sunday Arrow video assortment series of reviews. A cheeky episode 31 where I've shunted back Buckaroo Banzai just a week. You'll be getting it next Sunday in favour of reviewing the brand new release from Arrow. It came out like a week and a half ago. Django, which as you heard in my review, is fucking incredible. Oh, I love that movie so much. And thank you very much to Arrow for putting out. And a massive thanks to MVD for sending it through all the way from the States. Those guys have been hooking me up with loads this year and it is greatly appreciated. I'm not in your country, but you have treated me to some incredible screeners and hopefully my reviews do justice to the effort that you've put in to send them over. Right, so yeah, in one week's time, we'll be doing the what was originally scheduled Arrow Video Assortment looking at Buckaroo Banzai ain't going into the details of all the stuff that's on that disc because we'll do it then there's a multitude of ways to check out the show wherever you're listening right now hit subscribe that way you get shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of T-Putz content don't stop there though Subscribe to the Teapots Collective. It's a sister feed to this, where you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty, and Chronicle, plus all the archives for their shows as well, at the touch of a fingertip. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs, so please, please do it. You can jump across to the website, it's teaputscast.com, where links to all the shows are, as well as a link to Jaws' Shite and other regrettable outbursts. The booze-based banter podcast feature myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam vs. Evil, where we get drunk, too drunk, I would argue. We talk about regrettable life choices, of which there appears to be an exhaustive list of them. We read out weird news stories from about the world and we also do your stories as well on the show. The next episode is dropping on Friday, so perfect chance to get across and check it out. tputzcast.com for that show. You can jump to our merch page, tputzcast.bigcartel.com. You can interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. The Teaputs Collective is just facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. And Jaws's Shite can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. You can reach out and interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at tputzcast. The podcast under the stairs will return tomorrow for you with special guest Jamie J. Sammons as we kick off the next Russian Roulette franchise retro for the month. We're looking at the I Know What You Did Last Summer franchise. Start with the first movie from 1997. Myself and Jamie coming at you tomorrow. But until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off. <laughs>